Hey team, it's Mon, and this is How's Your Head, an extension of the health classes you missed where every week I check in with everyday people and ask that very simple question, how's your head? Together, we'll open up the conversation, break down the stigma, and inspire you to check in with the people that you care about. Let's go. Quick disclaimer here, no one in these episodes is a mental health professional. If you are struggling with your mental health, please contact Lifeline on 131114 today or seek help from your local GP or other mental health professional. Look after yourselves. Hey guys, welcome back to another How's Your Head. Very happy to be back doing this this week. I've been consistent. She's been on it. She has been organized. This week, I'm talking to a person named Daniel. Now, I work with Daniel at Bentley, and he is, honestly, I want to say the nicest person alive. And that's not even exaggerating. I actually think he could be the nicest person alive. I remember the first day that I walked into Bentley, I work in an office at the school, obviously, teacher. But my office is in the stadium, and there's it's very small. There's only three of us in there. Dan is one of those people. And I just remember walking in on my first day and I was just greeted with the warmest smile from this guy with a big beard. And I was like, yep, this is nice. Like he, he just, he's that type of person that just makes you feel instantly comfortable. He's just really easy to talk to. He's also an outdoor ed teacher. So I know in the Dylan episode, we talked a lot about green spaces. Dan is literally the king of green spaces, of being outdoors, of getting out in the wild, getting out in nature. And he is just a wealth of knowledge in that area. And I don't know, I don't know what what else to say about him. He's just a genuinely good human being. Super happy to call him a mate. So let's call him up. Let's check in and see how he's doing. Hello. Dan, the man, how are we? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. I've got a question for you. Sure thing. How's your head? Yeah, really good, mate. Really bloody good. Good. That's good to hear. Why is it so good? Um, uh, honestly, things uh, last week fell into place for me. Um, I went on a camp for five days. So I was out, out in nature and enjoying enjoying the wilderness and that's just kind of like flipped my brain, you know, and put me in a really good mood for this week. And also, long weekends been lovely for <laughs> less work, less stress. Yes, a million percent. That's so funny because I actually, in the intro I just did, I was like, Dan is the king of green spaces because you're an outdoor ed teacher. Like you're so, you're outdoorsy, you love it. You're always getting outside when you can. Why do you think that makes you feel better? Especially like camps can be like obviously a bit stressful as the teacher sometimes. But why do you enjoy being out in the wilderness so much? So much so that you've like dedicated your life to it. Yeah, that's a, a good question, Mon. Um, I guess like I've always grown up going outside. I'm really, really lucky and I grew up next to like a state park. So I kind of had access to natural environments since I was a baby, really. And so I guess I'm lucky to be able to turn it into a career in some ways. I just love getting out and doing things and 
getting dirty and, you know, um, just sort of connecting with nature. And I don't know, it's just this weird thing where it, like, it cleanses you. I, don't, I really don't know how to describe it, but it just kind of, like, cleanses your soul whenever you go out there. So, it just like makes you happy being outside. It's so weird. Yeah, uh, it's so good though, and I feel like it like forces you to get away from technology and your phone. Like I know all the camps I've come on. Well, I've been on two outdoor ed camps with you this year, and like just no reception, no phone. Like just turn it off, get rid of it. So good, like so good for the soul. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's it's one of my things where I I like to disconnect from that side. I mean, I utilize my phone to take pictures in a sense to create memories of the camp for my for my kids that I'm taking but really that's the only time I use my phone is to take pictures because um I like sort of disconnecting from all that life admin and everything and just kind of being present I'm I'm really bad on my personal trips that I go on I don't take a single picture yeah like I I literally just like go and I go go do the thing and I enjoy what I'm doing and I get back and I'm like damn, I wish I took a picture at one point. Like, <laughs> but it's great. Like, I don't know. I, I it's so good. It is good, just though, because at least it's not like a life. priority. Like, you're just, like, you're not worried about... I feel like so many other people would go out and then be, like, stressed about their emails or, like, stressed about something back home or thinking about something. But it's so good that you can just kind of, like, turn off. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that sort of that living in that moment and being present. And you're like, you know, that stuff back home or on that on emails or whatever that'll you'll get to that eventually like if it's a, it's not a priority whatever we can get to it in five days or ten days or however long <laughs> just never reply it's fine <laughs> a, bit, a bit like that sometimes honestly oh, so good so i mean you're obviously a teacher as well as me i've already already gave you a little plug with that in the intro so everyone should know that so outdoor ed teacher you teach a bit of maths this year pe um, obviously teaching year 12 and VCE, pretty hectic, pretty stressful, especially at this time of year with exams and everything. How do you kind of help yourself and ground yourself, obviously outside of, you know, getting out and being in nature? Is there any other ways that you do that? Yeah, that's a, a good question. Um, I guess like for me, I try to like um, exercise and at least every day, even if it's just a short walk, walk taking the dog around the block or something. Um, I've been doing like a little bit of meditation here and there as well on the car, like in the drive to school in the morning. Oh, that's a good Um, idea. Or even when I get to school, I spend the first five minutes in my car just kind of like um, either doing some like guided meditation and just kind of prepping myself for the day um, ahead. And when I get home... Now, it's, I'm a bit of a sucker for this because at the moment, as you said, it's kind of crunch time for my U12 class. Yeah. But I really do try to, like, not do heaps and heaps of work when I get home. I try and get what I can done at school and then sort of switch off a little bit when I get home. At the moment, a little bit harder, but sort of, yeah, through the term, I don't like working late and I kind of just want to, like, do the things that I, I do. Yeah. Um, I actually play a little bit of video games every now and then just to kind of like really switch off as <laughs> With well. With the boys, yep. I hear yeah. all about that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Never, I haven't been invited yet, but um, 
I'm oh, waiting. Maybe, maybe next time we get on, <laughs> I'll just be the invite. I need to be there for a solid year and then I'll be invited onto COD. Great. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> Do you reckon, because you've recently got a dog, I mean, you had a family dog, you've grown up with a dog, but your own dog, puppy, that you bought mm-hmm. with your partner or I guess adopted with your partner, do you think that's, or he has changed your, you know, getting home routine and everything? Like, do you feel like it's easier to switch off a little bit because you've got him as almost a distraction and, you know, to go for a walk is something that you kind of have to do? Do you think that's helped at all? Yeah, I actually think it really has. Like, I would come home, pre-dog, I guess I'd come home and be like, oh, just finish this little task I didn't get done. Yeah. And then that kind of snowballs into, oh, I've got to cook dinner now. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, 8 o'clock and you're sitting there like, geez, where did my night go? Whereas, yeah. like, now I come home, I'm like, all right, I'll take the dog for a quick walk, you know, and then I can start doing dinner and, and that kind of thing. And, that yeah, it's really, like, shifted my home life, I guess, for the better, I'd say, um, and made it him more of a priority. Yeah. Like, like even this afternoon I come home and we had a little play for about 20 minutes. Uh, once I got through the door and, and then, yeah, and then it's just kind of like set up my night. Yeah. Um, more than like, yeah, I guess it helps you switch off from work mode. Yeah, um, which I think is when you get home. such a problem, isn't it? Not only, I mean, teachers, it's a massive thing, I think, because obviously a lot of the work, it comes home. And people, I mean, people know that, surely. Like if you know a teacher, you've seen them yeah. working at home. I even as like a first year, I'm not teaching any VCA, but I feel like even I've had to be, quite strict with that like just leave it there and just I feel like you open your laptop like you said like oh I just need to send one email and then you blink and it's been like two hours and you're marking something and you're like how did I even get here yeah I know it's oh it's a love-hate relationship I'd say because (laughs) just with marking there's so many things you could be doing but really do you need to do them like Yeah. yeah yeah I guess that's what I've decided is what's my priority what do I need to get done and what do I just want to get done? And I'll yeah. take the needs and leave the wants for the next day. That's so good. So I've got a new, this is, I, I try and give you guys, the guests, something new, yep. a new question when I get on here. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking the other day, it was actually two nights ago and Stratos and I were in the kitchen and I was with my dogs and we were making dinner and we had music on and I was like, oh my God, this is one of those heart happy moments. And that's what I called it, like heart happy. Like my heart was so happy, right? I want to know one of your heart happy moments recently. Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> I think, no, I've got, I've, I've got one. Okay. I've got, like, there's like a few, but like this one really like sticks out to me. So I guess... I broke my ribs like a while ago now, seven weeks ago, um, and I was going on holidays. So I was going to Bali, went to Bali on the summer, on the spring holidays with my partner and her family. And we were just like, we had like a day out doing some stuff and we came back and um, every night we would go to this spot in Kuda, in Kuda Beach. Uh, It's a big tree and you sit under the tree and watch the sunset. Yeah. And like every night we'd sat there like really really subpar like sunsets i'm like waiting for this you know waiting for the moment yeah like when are we gonna get a good sunset and then like so we're just sitting there just really just enjoying time and it was the first time i'd gone i haven't thought about anything except for being here and just enjoying my time on holidays i feel like i've been on a lot of different holidays over the last like five years 
And then in that moment, I was just like, I'm just really content with life. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I'm at a really good point. You know, I'm spending some good time, quality time overseas with my partner. And I'm just like, happy. It was just like this, like, and then the sunset hit and it was just gorgeous. And I'm like, it's just brilliant. Like, everything's fallen into place, I guess. Yeah. How nice is that as well? I feel like there's like a common theme here of being present, which is something I know I definitely struggle with. Definitely. And I don't know what it is either, but I feel similar to you where it's like I've hit a point in my life where I'm like, for the first time in ages, I don't want things to change or I'm not thinking about the future. Do you feel like you're at a point in your life where you just kind of are so happy with what you're doing now that it almost like it's just like a natural thing to be happy in the moment? Yeah, yeah. I I used to think a lot more about like where I was going to be and what I was going to be doing and that kind of thing. And I really f- have found found my groove and like I'm just enjoying all the things that I'm doing, um, you know, with work and then my own personal sort of goals and that kind of thing. I mean, the rib breakage was a bit of a setback in some of the things I like doing, like mountain biking, but now that that's kind of healed up, I can get back out into the mountains and get back riding. Um, this year I got to go to the snow for the first time in like two years. I don't know if like many people know this about me, but I absolutely love snowboarding. Yeah. Um, I lived in Canada for like six months to the ski season and just like that the last two years not being able to get up there and do that was just, I know, it sucked. So it was like so nice to be up there and just in the mountains doing things. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. so good. It's And I think like I laughed a little bit when you said about your ribs first time. And I just want to clarify, <laughs> the only reason that I laughed about that is because Dan came into the office and like was you were just saying that you got head butted in the ribs and they were a bit sore and blah, blah, blah. And then you went away on camp. So you hiked. You went <laughs> away with a pack on your back on camp. And then you came back, got an x-ray and you're like, oh, yeah, my ribs are broken. <laughs> Like just yeah, yeah all right, they're broken. <laughs> like sweet. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how you carried twenty kilos on your back. Honestly, yeah, it still baffles me because you know I did first camp and then I just played some basketball. <laughs> and I came home, I was like, man, that really hurt. But like, oh, our life goes on. Got to camp next week. Carry oh on, and, and then yeah, the, the diagnosis. I was like, right, right, okay, might might want to take this more seriously now. Yeah, um, Jesus. I can't. I know. And that's like such your attitude though. Like you just get on with it. It is what it is. And I feel like that is, I mean, maybe it's a very common thing amongst outdoor ed teachers. I don't know. Maybe the the nature and the fresh air makes everyone have that kind of mindset. But I feel like you have such an incredible impact on the students in that way as well, because it's just like no fuss is what it is. No complaining. Like we just keep going. And I think like everyone needs someone in their life that's a bit like that and you are probably inspiring them just by being yourself more than you know, I reckon, Dan. Oh, that's very kind of you to say that. Yeah, that's all right. I've seen it firsthand, you know. I was probably one of the, <laughs> I tell you what, I was actually telling some people about the ocean kayak that we did when we went down to <laughs> Point Leo. <laughs> so for context, ocean kayaking, I'm like, usually pretty comfortable in the ocean. Like I'm not like that scared of sharks or anything like that, you know, but we were out in the deep blue and when we left, it was sunny and then it started like getting real stormy. And then all of a sudden we're in the middle and there's like, 
waves coming and I was oh my god and I'm like like freaking out but obviously we're the teachers you can't freak out openly can you so I'm like trying yeah, to be no. like yeah guys let's just keep going and Dan's literally next door like oh this is awesome what an experience how cool is this like <laughs> like you're so easy breezy with it and I just have you always been like that have you always been able to just have that mentality or is like that's something you've taught yourself or I think like for me I've had some really good role models in my life that have sort of helped shape me who I am so obviously my parents are big role models for me and fostered my love for the outdoors and like I only really worked out I wanted to be an outdoor ed teacher when I was probably in like year 11 and I had this teacher that, that was exactly like me as I am now um I guess I sort of mirrored his personality a little bit. Um, and he was just so laid back. Like, you know, life goes on. Um, we had so many camps with this teacher that the bus would break down or we were in a blizzard or, you know, all this kind of stuff happened. And he just went, oh, well, like, you know, there's a backup plan. There's, you know, life goes on. And I, I guess I've kind of adopted that. Like, yeah, things happen, but you just kind of got to go with the flow and, and see and I mean that that kayaking yeah I didn't expect it to be that wild but it's just kind of like well what are our options here you know we can't beach we looked at the beach and it was like oh my god I would never beach at that it was just the waves were just gonna destroy you so I was like oh I guess we just gotta get to the end like yeah I guess yeah just part of me is just very laid back in some senses around that like I just kind of go well you gotta get your head down and get the job done um, whether it sucks or not, you know, and, and I guess, yeah, but it's more down to the people that have sort of guided me through life, whether that's my mentors in my early teaching careers um, and and even parents and that kind of thing, people I met, just, yeah, just go with flow. Yeah, I tell you what that is, it's resilience. And I feel like that is something that a lot of people, not a lot of people, I don't want to say that, I'm like everyone is not resilient, but... It is something that I think we've become a little bit, I don't know, I don't want to say the word precious, I don't think that's right, but just definitely not as resilient as we could be. Like people, yeah. and, and I don't know if, whether that's maybe an anxiety thing or a just a stress thing in general that our automatic reaction now is to be like, oh my gosh, everything's going wrong and this and that. And I know I've definitely been like that, so I'm not um, sitting here kind of telling people from a, you know, up on a pedal stool, but I think like as we talk about with, with the students as well, like teaching them that resilience is so important. And the fact that that's just kind of you as a human being is so cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I just, I, I really like what I do because it, it puts them in a different situation to to what's normal in their lives and that strengthens their resilience as you're talking about so quickly. Yeah. Like you have to adapt. I even think about our camp that went out last week. We had probably over 120 mil of rain over four days. It's crazy. And it's like, when has when that ever happened? And they just kind of, like, sucked it up and went, well, this is it. Like, yeah. you know, I guess we carry on and we do our thing. And Yeah. Yeah. You'd be amazed at what you can adapt to, hey? Yeah, absolutely. How good Definitely. is that? Well, that's like key message, I guess, is get outside, do something that maybe is a little bit out of your comfort zone, Make sure you're prepared, especially if you're in the ocean. <laughs> but, you know, get out there, get into the green spaces, do something fun, turn your phone off. 
even if it's just a bloody walk in the forest near your house. That's yeah. going to do nothing yeah. but good, hey? Absolutely. Just get outside, honestly. Yeah, and the weather's so getting better. 27 and sunny next week, so I'm there. I'm Ooh, ready yeah. for it. Yeah. All right, final question. Arguably yep. the most important. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But this is to add to our How's Your Head playlist, which I have linked on my Instagram if anyone is interested in going and checking that out. You're feeling a bit sad, Dan. Maybe we're in the office, you're sitting on the floor, you're not feeling good. Maybe we've had a bad class, you know? You need one song that's going to get you up and about and dancing. What is it? Oh, oh. Um, oh, there's, there's a few that come to mind. I'll try and narrow it down to one. You can do up to three. I'll give you that. Three, wow, okay. Because other people have already done that. I feel like, for me, um, I'm a very, I'm really into heavy metal music. Okay, um, so I'm a bit different, yeah. I like that. Yeah, so um, Amity Affliction, they're probably like my all-time favourite band. Yeah. Or and Bring Me the Horizon, or it's a bit of a toss-up. Um, I'm actually going to go with Drown. By Bring Me the Horizon. Okay. It's a yeah, a bit of a heavy metal heavy metal song. Um, not for the faint-hearted, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like it's a, it's a sad song, but it just like hits the right point where you're like, nah, I got to get up and I got to do stuff and like you know, and it's um yeah. And my number two, which is a new song that I've only just like found recently. Okay. Um, it's called Out of My League. I, f- I found it on. Um, TikTok, but not TikTok. <laughs> it's out of my league by Fitz and the Tantrums. That one, I, I just got such a good beat. It just what, makes you so happy when you listen to it. All it's right. like an unskippable song. It's so strange. Okay. You just go and skip it when you see it. Yeah. I'm into that. All right. Well, I'm going to add that to the playlist. Both of those. They'll be on there. So that's good. Two good new additions. Also, I feel like I need to thank you for the, the kind of playlist idea because on your camps, you get your students or your classes to create the playlist that they're going to play on the bus. And I feel like that actually was inspired. Like you've inspired me with this little part (laughs) in this episode. So I, uh, I should probably add that in there and say, thank you before I, uh, just keep taking it and pretending like it's my idea. No, that's, that's perfectly okay. I love that because that, that gives them opportunity to play what they're into. So you get a really vast, vast variety of songs going on in that playlist. So good. So good. All right. Well, thank you, Dan. I appreciate you coming on and having a chat with me. And I'm sure we talked to a couple of the students today about how you were coming on to my podcast. So we might get a few listens from them. But I reckon uh, great message from you. Green spaces, get out there and just have a bloody no worries attitude. Love it. Cool. Thanks for having me on, Mon. No worries. Hey team, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It would be a huge help for me and the health classes you missed if you could like, follow or subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you want to stay up to date with me, make sure you come and follow me on the health classes you missed on Instagram or THCYM underscore podcast on TikTok. Thanks guys. See you later.